Hey, what's up, podcast? It's Jeff, and you are listening to a special bonus episode of Teach Better Talk. This is audio pulled from one of our daily drop-ins. That's right, daily drop-ins are back every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time over on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. This is happening from November 23rd all the way to December 18th, so join us on any of the social media platforms. We are at Teach Better Team for our daily drop-ins. We're here to support you answering questions, talking about fun stuff, bringing on special guests, anything you need, we're here for you. Join us for the daily drop-ins. Let's get into this special bonus episode. Enjoy. All right, we are live. What's going on? Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is Monday, November 30th. 2020, the end of November. I'm Jeff with the Teach Better team. I've got Ray here with us. Hey, hey. And we're here for your daily drop in. So stick around. We'll be right back when we talk about stuff. We talk about stuff today. Stuff. We're going to talk about stuff with Ray. We'll be right back. Morning, Ray. Morning. How's? Are you excited to talk about stuff? I'm excited to talk about stuff. <laughs> I hope you're ready to talk about stuff. This I is, know. Morning, this is everyone. Deep. Happy daily drop-in day, a.k.a. every day. <laughs> well, yeah, we took two days off, so it's kind of like we're back again. Like, okay, well, can I tell you? We took two days off, and then I was like, every morning I woke up, and I'm like, is it is it daily drop-in? What, is it, what time is do it? Do I need to be ready? Like, I need to be ready. And then I was also live last night, so I was like, what is Saturday? Saturday didn't exist. Did it exist? I don't know. I don't know. The, the, the Saturday even if, – if we don't do a daily drop-in, does Saturday even happen? Well, okay, so somebody, we were commenting yesterday on our bi-weekly family check-in, and I was like, we're live quite frequently, and then I'm like, oh, let me clarify, we're live six days a week at minimum, and usually there's a day or two we go live twice. <laughs> I was going to say, like, we had two days off, but you were live last night doing our, our bi-weekly check-in, so, like, you're still well, here. And then we're live twice on Wednesdays, because we have the... Um, no, we're live three times Wednesdays because we have the drop-in, the rewind for the mastermind, and the um, brain break with you and Dave. Yeah, it's getting crazy. I know. Are you are you we, on camera? Somebody asked me yesterday, they're like, isn't it weird to sit in a room by yourself and talk to yourself? And I'm like, no, I do it all the time. We do it all the time, whether the camera's rolling or not. It's typically <laughs> happening. <laughs> so, um if you are watching, good morning. Thanks for watching. Uh, drop a comment and let us know where you're at geographically and on what platform you're watching because we are on Facebook, we're on Twitch, we're on YouTube, and we are on Twitter. If you're listening on the podcast, we wish you could have been here with us this morning. Uh, so make sure you join us every morning, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time, which is 7.30 a.m. Ray's Time. We don't even call it Central Time anymore. It's Ray's Time. Other it's people like, have Central Time Zones, Jeff. It's not just me. It's instead of CST, it's RST now. Um, Ray's standard time zone. Anyway, um, Ooh. good to see who's who's remote learning. Ryan Reed, good to see you, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Also, see, I see Maggie Gifford is watching. Uh, mm -hmm. She hasn't said hello. I don't know why, Maggie, yeah. but she, I see she's watching. And tonight we get to record a podcast episode with Maggie. Ooh. I don't know if you knew that. Um, so that's exciting. Jen Reed's here this morning. Jen, good to see you. You're up early, which is awesome. Thank you for that. We appreciate you. Um, that's Ryan saying good morning. Appreciate you, brother. Good to see you here. Um, uh, by the way, if you're listening on the podcast, do us a big favor, hit subscribe, drop a rate and review. That'd be awesome. If you're over on YouTube, make sure you give it a like and then subscribe. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we want to see that. Megan is up 
in with us. Chelsea is here. Chelsea from Northeast Ohio, ready for the snowstorm. Chelsea is waiting for snow. Like she posted on her Instagram earlier, oh, yeah. and she was so excited for snow. So am I. I've been waiting because we did some extra lights this year. One of the things that we added for Christmas lights was red and green candy canes down our little walkway up front. I'm like, I really want that to snow for two reasons. One, I think it'll look pretty with the snow, but also the snow will cover some of the weeds we never picked out this this fall. So it'll just look better all together. Um, so excited about that. Dan, checking in from the UK. Dan, what time is it there in your world? He's six hours ahead, and I know that because I had a ahead. phone okay. call. I had a phone call with Dan yesterday. We got to hang out on a Zoom call. So uh, that's he's right. A, he's a great, great educator. I'm excited that he's new to our Teach Better family. Well, Dan, awesome to have you here. Appreciate you jumping in. Um, our dog loves us when we're remote learning. Yeah, she's a classroom dog. That's awesome, uh, Ryan. I, that makes sense too. It's great stuff. So she's excited for the snow. I'm, I'm ready for the snow. I really am. It's, you know, it's time. I was telling Amy though last week and I thought about it and I didn't do it. I thought about getting my snowblower out and like getting it ready to go and I didn't do it. So I'm kind of like, uh, I guess I might have to do that tonight because we're supposed to get hit pretty good. Well, yeah, because we'll I know Ohio's getting snow because I follow all you crazy Ohio people. Sure. But am I getting snow? I'm not getting any snow. I, well, we'll get, I think it's coming up, coming down from the more of the north and coming across the lake and stuff. We're going to get hit. And I'm like just – where we are here in Stowe, we're like just into like the bottom half of the like the lake uh, lake effect snow area. So that, that's what this is. I don't know if you knew that. That's what, that's what this is. Um, so so when, there's, when there's big lake effect snow, a lot of times we catch the bottom end of it. So we don't get quite as bad as like Cleveland, but yeah. we'll get hit. So That's cool. Maggie Maggie may not – like we could get a ton of snow. Maggie could have no snow because she's, mm-hmm. down, down, so, she's down south. The deep south of Ohio. Deep south. <laughs> Wait, Dave, anyway. Dave says it's snowing where he is right now. Man. Isn't it always snowing in Michigan? Well, that's what I assume. But it's always I, at least raining. Like, even if it's nice, it's kind of rainy there because it's Michigan. I really need to take a trip to Michigan. Once, like, the world goes back to normal, and I say that in, like, quotes, um, I have a few states that I really want to visit. Michigan's one of them. Joe said yesterday he mowed the grass, used my chainsaw, and on Christmas decorations, I want snow. <laughs> I like it. Um, here's a question Ooh. from Ryan. Why has someone not written a podcast, vidcast book for teachers and students yet? You talking about like how to podcast? Is that what you're, what you're asking, I think? Hey, Jeff, remember when we had that idea to kind of work on that type of project? We didn't end up doing it. I think now we actually should take some of that, those ideas and make it a blog series because we have like a kajillion blog series at teachbearer.com. Now it's not even worth writing a book, just write a blog series. Um, but remember that we talked about writing like a how-to podcast, like the journey of Teach Better Talk that had like strategic elements of helping with podcasting. Do you remember when we worked on that for a while? We did talk about doing that. Mm-hmm. We st- we actually like started writing it like too like put some mm-hmm. time in it and then that went away. Well, um, we have a million projects we're working on and that wasn't top priority. Yeah, that's what Ryan said. So Ryan, that's something that we talked about. There's there's got to be a book out there somewhere that has something to do with podcasting. Um, actually, one of our awesome Teach Better Podcast Network podcasters, mm-hmm. Brittany Wincon, she actually has a you can download. She's got a free ebook that is how to start and run your podcast, and I think she's doing a course on it too. Yeah, I so, think I think the biggest thing. I know it's not a book, but it's. I mean, 
But I think you have to be critical. Like the things that you write books on needs to be, in my opinion, needs to be an idea that is sustainable for years and years and years because it's a stagnant. Once it's written, it's it it is what it is. When you're exploring an ebook or a blog, it really gives you the medium and versatility to change and update. I mean, podcasts have changed over the past five years, especially over the past ten years. And so, writing a book may not be yep. the the yeah. right medium. I mean, uh, podcasts and how to like how to podcast the tools and that they've changed so much just in the last two years. Right. I mean, I think since we launched our podcast, we launched it on Anchor, which was brand new at the time. Yep. Now there's like 15 other brand new platforms you can launch platforms on. Um, in fact, when we launched, I don't know if if Spotify was in the podcast, they were just getting into it, or at least at least letting people know. They may have had mm-hmm. been hosting it and not doing it, but it wasn't even like a thing. Um, and now you know they own Anchor and, and are, are big in that. So anyway, yeah. uh, drop a link in a comment. Let me get that for you really quick, Brittany and Cone. I'll just give you her full full website here. Yeah, um, she's got a lot of good stuff on there, including her her podcast, which is fantastic. So she is somebody you can connect with over at teachbear.com slash podcasts because she's a part of our podcast network mm-hmm. already. But she's really good to follow on social media. She shares oh, yeah. so much information. I mean, yesterday alone, she had a number of different stories that I was watching and she was sharing about her family and what she was planning for the her students and so many different things. One of my favorite things about Brittany is when you go to her site in a lot of her social media, she has great pictures. And then you find out they're all taken by her little son with her iPhone. <laughs> they do such yeah. a good job together. Legitimately. Um, really cool. so, Ryan, good to see you, brother. Have a good class. Sorry, Ryan said class starting to go. I wanted to get that in. Sorry, uh, When she was on Teach Bear Talk podcast, after we recorded, I was like, all right, Brittany, we've interviewed you for an hour. Like, we're, we're friends now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can I be creepy? I love your photographer. The whole style of the what, like everything she does is just so beautifully artistically designed. And she was like, oh, my eight-year-old son took those photos. I'm like, can I hire him? I'll pay him in Legos. Done. I think she said yes to that, too. Oh, yeah. Um, you are creepy a lot. It's crazy. I mean, creepy in a way, <laughs> creepy in a way that's complimentary. Like, I I'm agree. Like, I agree. Hey, you are a very complimentary stalker. Hey, not to sound creepy, but I really like your sweatshirt. Like, you know, it's like, oh, well, that's the one you're wearing right now. And then they're like, um, I'm not on video. And you're like, I know. And it's just kind of like a moment of silence and awkwardness as we all figure out what's going on. Hey, Jeff, I like this sweatshirt that you're wearing right now. Thanks. It's my nice, it's a fleece pullover. It's, hey, pull over. Actually, it's a cardigan, but thank you. Um, oh God, that movie. the worst joke ever. That's a movie. Name that. You don't know that movie? Oh, name that movie. I'll give you a hint. It's a Jim Carrey movie. Anybody in the comments who can name the movie that I just quoted, I'm going to give them a free Teach Better shirt. Go. You can't just give things away whenever you want to. Every time you're on camera, you're like, you get a car. You get a car. Am you- I allowed to give things away anytime I want? Is that? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Boss says I can. Who's the boss that's in your house that you're talking to? Uh, that one right there was actually a big, giant stuffed penguin that has a Santa hat on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he said Dumb yes. and Dumber. Is that true? Dumb and Dumber? No. Dave, get out of here. Dave and I have talked about that on Brain Break. That's not that's cheap. And Joe, unfortunately, probably saw it on, on Brain Break too, but Joe did just win. So Joe, I think you already have a shirt, so maybe email me and we'll figure something out out cool for you. I'll give you something else away. We won't Joe, tell Ray so she car. can't hear me. Joe, you get a car. Joe gets a car. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, let's talk about stuff. I no, think you, you talked about this. Thanks. 
You stuff. earlier, you said you I wanted said to stuff. Talk. No, stuff? I said stuff. I said stuff. Can we rewind? Rewind. Go ahead. Trust me, it's stuff. I, things is just a little too like proper for me. I say stuff. I don't know. I'm pretty sure oh, I said stuff. Send help. <laughs> Please do. Guys, I promise we have guests later this week. We just thought it was a good idea to kick it off the week with us. And, and not obviously. And the guests we have are way better than me being on here, I promise. Tomorrow's um, a big deal. Tomorrow on the Daily Drop-In, we are like have big celebrations and announcements and a guest. Um, Boy, I'm really sad I put that one on screen. Mm -hmm. um, Dave Schmidt says, feel free to just send me the swag I ordered. I need my hashtag Team Caitlin, Team, Team Caitlin shirt. I can't speak. Which, by the way, if you aren't aware, there is now a hashtag Team Caitlin shirt up there for anybody who knows who the boss is uh, mm -hmm. over at teachbetterswag.com. Which, by the way, you can still do the I am better um, discount code and save, what is it? Is it 50%? 50%. 50% off on your swag at teachbetterswag.com. That goes until tonight at midnight, Eastern time. And then Ooh. it's done. We just let it go for Cyber Monday. Uh, there's also the really cool bundle bundle over there, which has uh, two shirts, a mug, and stickers, I believe. And it's like ridiculously cheap. It's like thirty bucks for all all of that. It's pretty. Oh, and there's, is there a hoodie in there too? Wow, that's cool. That's good. The best part is one of those shirts is an Aspire uh, shirt, and I really like it. So I gotta bring this back up because I didn't read it. But Joe says yes. Let someone else get get a shirt. My wife will kill me because of how many TV shirts I have. Um, well, Joe, let's get you an Aspire shirt then. Ooh, yes, it's so good. That's Just a great saying. Good stuff. Um, no, but I do want to talk about stuff. So I think you touched on this on your uh, in your weekly check in yesterday. Um, but I wanted to see if we could talk about because I've kind of felt this as a parent. And I kind of checked myself because I'm like, well, wait a minute. You can't do that because you're supposed to be telling teachers not to let that happen. And, and that's just like we're starting today. Like my kids have, you know, what, three weeks left mm -hmm. until winter break. And it's kind of like there's already the excitement, the anticipation for, you know, snow coming, playing out in the snow, Christmas coming for us, um, and then break. And I've already kind of been like, like yesterday my mind was like, we just got to get through these next three weeks. And I'm like, whoa, that's not where I want my kids to be at for, for their education. That's three weeks of time. So how are you, as a teacher who recently moved back to fully virtual, and are you're fully virtual for the rest of the until break? Or no, are you going to potentially are, bounce back? We're fully remote till the end of the week and then an unknown for the next two weeks. Okay. So you have also uh, these additional unknowns and stuff like that. Yep. Pretty easy for you to be like, all right, I just got to get through these next three weeks whatever that switch is, whatever like that. How, how are you, or what did you get yesterday with your, your questions? Like, how are you keeping your, your focus on the right things right now? And what are those right things that you are focusing on when you only have this three, we have to sort of see in the light, maybe Christmas lights, <laughs> uh, see in the light of winter break. It's really easy to just kind of relax and just, just get through it versus utilizing it to the best of our ability and really creating experiences and making sure our kids are getting the most out of it. Or maybe you're yeah. not, I don't know. Are you just cruising right now? No, I, 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 it's funny because this topic did come up in our bi-weekly family check-in. It was a theme for the entire, entire time. I don't know how many of you here uh, tuned in last night for our bi-weekly family check-in. I know Danielle was there and, you know, Neil Gupta jumped in and we had so many great comments. Kate joined us. But um, for a lot of the conversation, it was focused on 
truly these three weeks. Usually in the past, all semester in the fall, all through the summer, and even last spring, a lot of our comments that we were getting in questions were focused on instructional changes, instructional strategies, managing time, supporting students, and it had to do with student motivation. But more than ever, our conversation last night focused more on not only student motivation, but student motivation over the next three weeks, designing your instruction for finals. Like, it, it was just interesting to watch, you know, uh, Chelsea jumped in uh, and shared um, some ideas on how we can celebrate students. And, and it was interesting to see these questions focus on these three weeks, because I think teachers really do see winter break as kind of like a checkpoint over the course of the sure. year. Um, whereas I don't know that they feel the same way with with other you know, celebrations or benchmarks that we have throughout the fall semester. You know, a lot of educators at this point start thinking about, okay, if I just make it to winter break, right? right? And so um, I think it's really interesting. I think that happens every single year for a lot of educators, uh, but I think it's happening more than ever with COVID because I think people yeah. are really, really burned out. All right, I was I mean, going to say, like, it's, it's always understandable. Mm -hmm. have to have that because of the, the the weight of the job and the pressure of the job and everything mm -hmm. and especially just the added piece of the job of this is also like kids are doing that automatically because they're starting to think about christmas they're starting to do christmas shopping for their their families with or watching the you know the the trees up and maybe or whatever it might be or whatever holiday is going on so they start to i'm sure get that way the parents are getting that way because they're preparing mm -hmm. for that so it, it's i think always really hard and understandable even more so, like you said, this year. I mean, with the just the added everything that that comes with this year. So, but we have to be better than than working towards the end. Like yes. we have, like I just want to really challenge. I, mean, I talked about this a lot yesterday, so I don't mean to be repetitive. If you were alive with us last night, but we we have to be better than just seeking finishing something. Like yeah. we really, really have to enjoy the process because that mindset exists not only in our work towards winter break, hey, Michelle, um, but also exists like just getting to meet the standards, like just trying to get mm -hmm. to the test, just trying to get to, you know, uh, to the end of the day for many educators, like it's third period and you're like, oh, I just got to get to eighth hour, you know, like yep. we really need to have this mindset where we're not just working to reach that end point, to reach that checkpoint, but see the beauty in the process. Because I think if you're going to carry the mindset of, just trying to get to December 19th, because that's the day I don't have to set an alarm, then then we're really not finding um, like the purpose, the intention of the next three weeks. We're just trying to exist and survive them. And, and I think that that's kind of the, the shift that I hope educators choose to take is not to merely survive the next three weeks, but really see it as an opportunity over the next three weeks. Absolutely. Danielle, good to see you over on YouTube. Lindsay's here. Good morning, Lindsay. Uh, and Michelle. Uh, yeah, so it's it's kind of like, to put a sports reference on it, you, you can't be playing to not lose. You have to be playing to win. And, like, not such, and, that, and that's always the truth, and I always believe that anyway, but mm -hmm. even more so right now, I think, is, is a big one. So um, mm -hmm. good morning, Dana. Good to see you. She says, growth mindset, teaching lifelong learners. Thanks for starting my Monday. Thanks for starting your Monday I, with us. I work with Dana Kirby. Do you really? What does Dana teach? Dana is, uh, well, I- part of Eagle Nation? She's a part of Eagle Nation. I think she's the boss. Like when we talk about like, we all have leaders in our building. We have people who have titles as leaders and people that don't, uh, you know, Coach Kirby teaches PE and literally runs the school. Oh, like she's I one of your, she's one of your PE. 
She used to work with Jennings. I hope she knows. Dane, I hope you know off camera how much Ray talks about the amazing PE team that they have in their building. So that's you. Uh, and she always, like, I can I can think back to at least a year, if not two years, that you've been that I've heard you so mm. many times talking about how just how they run the school, but because they're they, they have such a cool outlook on what PE is and how it connects to everything else, and so so oh, yeah. Dana, I think she definitely is the boss for sure. She is the boss for sure, and her mindset of how to incorporate movement and health and wellness across the entire building is just so incredible. She's an outstanding educator to work with. I have learned so much, and I think she's the boss. So. Speaking of an outstanding educator, Mr. Zwimpke is here today. Um, says mindset is it's a mindset issue off. that the countdown mentality creates under undue stress. When is he on? Tomorrow? Two days. He's joining us tomorrow to celebrate the release of Dave Schmidt's course as well. Oh, wow. And Lindsay says, I resonate with this so much. When we seek the ending, we miss the magic in the everyday moments. We miss the lessons we can learn and experiences we can grow from every step along the way. I just... I think I'm going to hire Lindsay Titus to like follow me everywhere. And then when I like just like spew stuff out, then she'll say it really nicely. I'll be like, actually, that's what I meant. And that's yeah. how I live my life. Uh, I think it's been really good. You um, know, we've been talking about getting you like an assistant. I don't think you need an assistant because you don't really do any work. I need an interpreter. You need an interpreter. Yeah. An interpreter. I don't, I'm not, I see, I don't even know how to say the right words. <laughs> interpreter <laughs> to say the words I want to say. Or when I say the when I don't want to say the right words, she still says the right words. You could you be more confusing right now? I think that would help our network. Could you could you talk a yeah, little? So bit see, about this is the struggle. While I believe that Lindsay Titus is absolutely brilliant to try and figure out what I'm trying to say and then say it, I don't know. I'm not sure if that's a, a possible job. She's it's very tough. skilled. I think she could figure she's it very out. Skilled. I just yeah, want Lindsay good. Titus to like be like next to me at all times i don't know what that would be like you know like you have somebody who sits on your shoulder and tells you do you want it so we need to find a shrink ray we're going to shrink her down you're gonna have like a little backpack on your shoulder and she'll just yes. do that the whole time whisper in your ear i get it i get it i totally see it um i don't know i think she, i don't know if she's talking about working with me or the the shrink ray thing but she's in so yep, um in. let's do that michelle says i agree ray i am looking forward to to these next few weeks, gathering data for my MBT or MBCT components, and I have a student teaching starter teacher started in my classroom too. That's awesome. Totally needing it. So Jeff, that's interesting. She commented. I want to kind of take that apart. One thing I want to comment Let's on, which is not really relevant, is that we're talking about having a student teacher. My student teacher is joining the daily drop-in uh, later this week. Sam Monroe. Um, she was my student teacher the entire the entire semester remote and I cannot wait to interview her on camera. So like shout out to her. I can't wait to embarrass her. I just want the world to know I will be embarrassing her like crazy Thursday. That's this Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, but like looking forward to the next few weeks, gathering data uh, for my NBCT components and having student teachers starting, like she's talking about some goals that she has over the next mm -hmm. three weeks. And I think that's really important right now. Like set some goals for yourself. Lindsay Titus on her daily drop-in that she did, Last week, the week of Thanksgiving, she challenged people to do a few simple things to begin setting up their morning routine or scheduling time in their calendar to commit to, you know, like a Ray day, like a day that's for you and you can put anything you want in that day, but you also have permission to say no because the day's for you. Like little things like that, little strategies, set some goals for yourself over the next three weeks because then you're then you're working for something. You're working to to see something beyond mm -hmm. just 
being done, you know? Yeah, you're changing the goal from being done to mm-hmm. whatever that might be. I was mm-hmm. just laughing at Michelle because she, she said, I'm totally needing, and then she comments again, that's supposed to say needing out, not needing, spell check, ugh. And then she was faced <laughs> again, nerding out. So you're supposed to say nerding out. Um, <laughs> Maggie says, in first grade, we embrace the excitement and countdown because it's possible, impossible to contain it. Yes. Like a kindness elf that will bring a, a daily act of kindness, and we incorporate standards into a gingerbread unit to change things up. Okay, so let's talk about this because she's so Maggie is challenging what we've been saying a bit, which I really, really love. I love when our network like shares their opinion and pushes back on on all different topics. This is like the beauty of our network. I love this. Her embracing the fact that people have the mindset we're talking about where they are mm-hmm. feeling like they're working towards the end, but now she's adding excitement and intention with it. There's a countdown, there's challenges. I love this idea of like a kindness elf that brings a daily act of kindness. That's something to look mm-hmm. forward to. That's that's really like she's harnessing you, that excitement. Yeah. And, and that anxiety like, that's already there, but harnessing it for, you know, she's harnessing the power for good. Uh in a sense, which go figure, Maggie's amazing. So that makes love sense. That. I mean, I talked about this last night also for the daily uh for the bi-weekly family check-in. Um, Dave Schmidt was humoring me and asking what I was doing with my students over the next few weeks. And one of the units my students are working on is party planning. And we're doing party planning because I know that we're thinking about holidays, family time. I mean, I even people that don't celebrate the popular Christmas holiday still very frequently like see family over winter break and things like that. And so I'm like, okay, let's embrace that this holiday season is the winter season, but we can still connect it to content. I think that's really in line with what Maggie's talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Morning, Alex. Alex is jumping a little late. Good morning, Jeff and Ray. Thanks for the shout out and reassurance on Teach Better Talk episode 229 that you aren't quitting on us yet. So here's what I love. Alex usually, like, he listens all the time, which we, we so appreciate, but he always got, he always pulls something out of the episodes. And I love it because I don't remember. I mean, we record we recorded that a couple weeks ago. So like, I'm like, I'm trying to wrap my brain. I'm like, what did we do? What is he talking about? You know, I listened this morning because when a podcast comes out, I know I'm a loser. But Jeff, you and I like ad lib the beginning, and sometimes I I finish podcast recording with you, and I'm like, do we just sound like idiots for an hour? Yes. So so I usually listen to like the first few minutes of the episode to confirm that we did. To confirm, like, okay, we we don't sound like completely outrageous. And within the first two seconds of that episode, we're like, hey, Alex, love you. Cause we were talking about how we were ending Teach Better Talk at episode 230, and it was 229 this morning. So we were like, oh, we're we're done after one more episode. And then we give Alex a shout out talking about like how that's not true. And we know that say, wait, are we are we done at 230? Like, are we done? Is this we're done? We're yeah. Finally? No. Interesting. We're not. Um, but we were talking about how Alex is like our our one and only listener, and we would never end because we love Alex so much. Yeah, that's true. We have to continue to to do it just for Alex. No other reason. We did also give a shout out today to Brian Fennell. So uh, I don't know if she's live with us right now, or hopefully she catches us later. But I hope she listens to the podcast because we did brag on her a little bit too. Of course, why not? Got to brag on her. So awesome. So what what kind of things are you? Do- you said you're doing party planning like what does that look like in your classroom i apologize if i have some background uh noise here the kids are starting school right now so fun they're coming down getting set up to get on their morning live meetings and stuff so awesome um but what what are some of the things that you how are you incorporating that in right now to your your math class 
Well, so we always had a party planning unit and it just fell wonderfully with my accelerated class. Um, but we're studying, you know, writing expressions and using substitution when writing expressions. So I'm sorry, this is a boring math thing, but you know, when you write an expression, you're essentially taking parts and pieces and then using variables to affect obviously the unknown of the expression. So for us, we're actually using party planning and the number of guests and, and costs and things like that to represent the variables and unknown. So students gotcha. starting tomorrow will be identifying a party that they're planning, whether within the next few weeks or even if it's a year out, like they can plan a summer pool party for all I care, but they're finding some party that they need to orchestrate a number of different elements within. And so as they move with throughout their grid, that mastery framework I use, um, they are going to actually like be be orchestrating their their party plans, uh, which will be great. So I'm very excited. So they can plan whatever party they want. Any party they want. Mm -hmm. Does it have to be a party like that they're actually legit going to try and throw, or are they allowed to get like super like creative and great out question. there? Because that could so, be crazy. So they do not have to put on the party, but the party has to be a realistic party that they can okay. contact like outside resources for. So for example, if you want to bring an elephant to your party that's totally great, but you need to then be able to research where you can rent an elephant and get the cost. So, gotcha. so you can't do like a party in space. Well, you can, as long as well, you can get the cost for it. Why not? Well, I mean, I guess theoretically, yes. Theoretically, you can look up how much it would cost at this point in time to like ship people to the moon. Why not? But like, you also, everyone would have to go under, undergo space training and astronaut training. That's a cost factor. That's a lot. And like yeah, when you I'm do the confetti, more, like it's going to float differently, which actually might be kind of cool. Um, yeah, I'm thinking yeah, more uh, like what cups do you want to buy from Party City? But if you want to go with NASA, I'm fine with that too. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> well, you have done NASA lessons in your class before. So like it's already set up, right? I mean. It's true. That, that's coming up within the next few units. Yeah. Maggie loves the idea. Now, I know Maggie's probably talking about your general party plan idea, but I'm going to go with Maggie's loving the idea of, of a space party. So thanks, yeah. Maggie. Um, so that's like pretty cool. I like the opportunity that students have to either dream big by, you know, trying to figure out how to have a party on the moon, because that really allows you to explore so many things, especially yeah, starting to cross into science and figuring yeah, out how does this work? Yeah. And there's been a number of shuttle launches recently. I think there actually would be really good data to pull from. Um, but on the flip side, even if you're talking about hosting a, a Hanukkah party, a Christmas party, a, a, you know, a, a, any type of party at your house, it's okay. So I have cups at home. So maybe I don't spend the money, but maybe I want to buy, you know, special napkins. And what type of napkins do I want to buy? I could go on Amazon. I could look at a small business. I can, you know, find the cost. And then mm -hmm. how many packages do I need? How many people are being invited? What if all the people that I invite don't come? And so those are the types of things that we can then write expressions for. And I don't know, it's, I'm dorking out, whatever. It's fine. It's all right. Both Maggie and Amanda are up and are going to come to the party in space. So this is exciting. Done. Of course, um, we would so, want to be together, by the way. So I'm going to need an invite to your Google Classroom so that I – well, you don't use Google. Do you use Classroom? I do, yeah. You do. So that I can get in on this and, and I'm, I'm going to do a party in space. And there you go. There you go. We're all going to go. It's going to be great. I will know by tomorrow what their parties are. So I'll update you on like what yes. choose party in space. Can and you, can, can you jump into the team's Instagram stories and, and share yeah. with that? That'd be awesome. Um, so I, I'm curious because you and I, we talk a lot, but we have, I don't know if I've asked you this yet because you just switched on, on the night. When did you switch? You switched back because you were, you were virtual. Then you were back in person with some, well, actually you were hybrid because you had kids that were also coming in virtually mm -hmm. and now you're fully remote again at least for the rest of this week yeah. was that last 
two weeks ago that you started back? Remote? Yeah, so we were we were remote for the first nine weeks. We were hybrid for three to four weeks, and then we switched the week before the week of Thanksgiving. Okay, that yeah. Thursday was the first day of remote, so we were remote for four days. Gotcha. That Thanksgiving break, and now we're remote all week with an unknown of what the following two weeks look like. Two part question. Three part question. One, how are you? How have you been yourself uh, with the transition back and forth, and knowing that it could bounce a little bit again? Two, how have your students hand, handled the transition and and the potential unknown? But I guess three kind of goes into how are you talking with them about the fact that like, hey, we might change again. Like, are you prepping for that? Or are you waiting until you find out more to not give them information that you don't have? Like, so. I, think, you know, Jeff, I don't remember my three questions, but there's three questions there. I was going to say, Jeff, you're a really good interviewer. It's a great strategy to ask all your questions at once. And then <laughs> then your person has to remember them. And like, yeah, that's really I'll bring them back in. Mm-hmm. You're good. No, I, actually, to be completely honest, I'm sorry I keep bringing it up, but we also talked about this on the Bi-Weekly Family Second because the first question I got within the first 15 minutes, um, the first one that like kind of took me on my soapbox, and I apologize for it later, uh, had to do with, what strategies can you suggest to educators um, who are struggling switching from remote to in-person back to remote, vice versa? And it was asking about like tips and tricks. And a lot of this, I, I spoke a really, really in depth about this is setting up routines. And so for me, um, it's been super interesting to watch my students transition back and forth and to experience it as an educator switching back and forth and having these unknowns because what I've realized is by setting up routines that exist in both remote, hybrid, and fully in person, by setting up routines that can ebb and flow easily throughout those, transitions have actually not been detrimental to learning. And the way that I connected this for the first time ever, Jeff, in my own head yesterday, maybe you'll re- maybe this will resonate with you, is that when we train on the grid method framework, Like when we do trainings with districts or when we do webinars, like free stuff like this, anytime we talk about it, we relate it to also needing educators to design an introduction grid. And the introduction grid is when students learn the procedures of the grid before they get into content. Because Mm -hmm. Chad is is so uh, diligent in, in communicating that you cannot teach procedures, new procedures, while also teaching new content. And while there are teachers that don't choose to do that and whatever, I really believe that that's essential. And I think that that is so apparent right now that every time we transition, if you're teaching new procedures and still trying to keep up with your content, you really like end up feeling like you're walking through mud because Mm -hmm. your students are constantly just losing track of where they were. They're confused. They're frustrated. And so the transition's really hard. Whereas if you can keep your your, um, procedures fluid and consistent, then you actually don't really miss a beat because students' physical learning environment can only be the factor that that you're dealing with versus yeah. dealing with everything. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, so it sounds like you're doing pretty well with them. Your students are doing doing well with the transitions. Um, are, have you addressed, have you talked to them about the fact that, hey, this might change again, or are you, or are you waiting for, let me get some more concrete information first, and, it, and, I'm not, and maybe you're not worried as much about it because – transitions have went well, systems that are in place, you're, you're focused on that. I think it's a it's a blending of a few different concepts. But for me, I'm not really talking about it. We should be getting information from the district today, 
or tomorrow or Wednesday about what following week mm-hmm. looks like. Um, but a lot of it is trying to not make the mistakes that we made in the fall. In the fall, there were a lot of unknowns. And when things changed, it was stressful because of those unknowns. Now we've done hybrid, we've done remote. And so I feel like those unknowns are are not as spooky because we know how those transitions go. And so I think we're just going to wait till we have, you know, the information we need, but going well so far. Good morning, Livia. Livia's awake up in beautiful BC, Canada. Did I tell um, you secret? Yeah, go ahead. There's a secret. I got to text with Livia yesterday. What? I know. When? Why? How? I've never got to do that. She not that only doesn't seem fair. I don't, Livia. I don't think that's fair. Yeah, um, not only did I'm she upset now. in our live video with uh, she was talking about today's best, which you know is one of my favorite things to talk about. But then she texts me after, and we sent like four text messages back and forth because she's so cool are you able to share or are they like secret oh i mean it was really just me confessing my love for her and her being like thanks ray this is awkward like i have work to do like but stop texting me how did you get my phone number no livia livia literally is one of the most incredible people for sharing her appreciation so i feel like i spent so much time leading up and then following thanksgiving just you know, using that hashtag, like hashtag be more like Livia. And so, you know, that was great. But Tyson's joining our daily drop in a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Next Monday, Tyson and I get to go. So that's pretty awesome. Pretty popular. Okay. Yeah, good to see you this morning. Yeah, I don't know if I get to join the daily drop ins because I'm not sure about my work schedule yet. But that Monday that you're going live with him is literally on my calendar as like, if you are remote, Ray, you are live this day. Because I already confessed that I wanted to geek out. By talking to Tyson, so, so yeah. So starting next week, uh, depending on what your your situation is, it, it, they may just get a whole lot of me, huh? No, it's also Dave Schmidt, though, too. Oh, good, Dave. That's good. At least they get something, a little mm-hmm. bit of a break there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as if that's better. Dave is way better than you. Hold up, where are you confused about? <laughs> that's true. Um, it's just yeah, you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone's like, yeah, you're right, but but he's not Ray, so like you know. It is what it is. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, either way, we're going to the 18th, and uh, it's going to be a good time. we got a lot of awesome people coming on and joining us throughout the next couple weeks here as well. So, yeah. Um, did I, I did I don't think you were live with us last night. I may have alluded. I was not. I, I wasn't. Oh, wow. Thanks. I really appreciate when you pay attention to our content. Um, I'm always here to support. So I may have done a smidgen of a spoiler. Okay. Because we had a bunch of people that have been messaging me, which I love when you guys message me, but I've gotten a lot of complaints recently in my DMs, which is not as nearly as much fun as like nice things. And some of the complaints is like frustration that people are confessing of like, why is the daily drop in ending on the 18th? And there's a lot of reasons why. So to help with the mean messages I'm getting, I may be like, alluding to the fact that we'll be live for a significant amount of time at some point during winter break that people might want to get excited about. So I just want you to know that that might happen. I needed something to give the people, Jeff. I needed something. Did, did you like, did you completely like let it slide or just love I, to it? I just said something might be coming during winter break that mm-hmm. involves a lot of Jeff Ray on, on camera time kind of all day long. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, you do. You're such a liar. <laughs> you were blocked off on your calendar for 12 hours because I saw it. So 24. No. Uh, 
12. Um, I thought you were just about to tell me that, like, what you alluded to was that we're going to just pick them back, daily drop-ins back up after, after like, that. I thought about it. I thought about it, but I couldn't promise that because I, I know that I couldn't promise the daily drop-in, but I did know something else happening in December that we hadn't officially announced. So. Michelle, it might only be about 50% of that. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. That's, that's definitely something we're discussing. Uh-huh. I think it would be great if it happened like sometime after that popular holiday that's happening in the end of December. So like somewhere around like the 29, 20, right. Somewhere right before like the new year, you know, mm -hmm. here's my theory on this, Alex. It may, it may not be 24 hours, but if you watch it twice, then maybe it would be. So just watch it. Yeah, twice. You're more than welcome to just like sit on the page for an extra 12. Like that's fine too. Like we're perfectly cool with that. Like it's good. Are you talking about the Facebook page? Is that what you're? Wherever he might be. There's a good chance that within the the, the 12 hours after, like mm -hmm. someone will be back live again. So. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. That's all yeah. I need to do. So. Anyway. I just, um, only thing I'm so excited about this entire thing is the t-shirts. So I know we're not going to talk about it anymore, but guys, I just really like when Joshua Stamper does cool stuff. That's literally all I care about. Is the designs that I'm seeing back and forth in Basecamp, are those for the t-shirts? Well, it wasn't. And then Joshua Stamper like nicely took my idea and like tore it apart and made it like 13 times better. And I just got to sit in the background being like, good job. Keep going. Yeah. You're smarter than me. Keep it up. I really like it. And so, yeah, now the t-shirt design is final. Was there a moment there? There's a moment in this. So, so we're talking about some back and forth in our base camp, which is like our internal like communication project management. And Ray and Josh were going back and forth over the last couple last day. Mm -hmm. um, and I was noticing it was interesting because like when you and I talk about specifically about design, it's just kind of like, can you add like a fluffy thing or like a, a thingy thingy under there or one of those thingamajigs or whatever? And Josh is like, I'm going to use the flow of this and put a layer of this. And then I'm like, oh, he's a graphic designer. That's yeah. Weird. If you oh don't know. Joshua Stamper was a graphic design designer and then he was an art teacher before he became a assistant principal. So he's got that, like the graphic designer lingo. Well, that he, uses. he did it perfectly like a teacher though, because I shared it with him was like, Hey, this is what I think we should go with. What are your thoughts? And he <laughs> responded back like, wow, amazing work. Really, really good. And then like five minutes later, it was like, what if we did this and we like tweaked it? And I was like, Ooh, good tweak, good tweak. And then it was like five or six messages later with seven or eight more tweaks. And I was like, maybe, maybe you're really good at this. He essentially went, this is really good. And then completely changed it. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Which is what I told him I wanted. I, we just had a meeting with Joshua Stamper. For those who don't follow him, by the way, Joshua Stamper is an incredible administrator that y'all need to go connect with. And he has so much incredible content. He supports so many people and we did trick him into being a part of the Teach Better team. And I just told him, we met with him on Saturday. I was like, hey, I want you just to be involved in everything on the planet. And he kind of shrugged in his Joshua Stamper way, like, okay, if you insist. And then he just has killed it ever since. So. I want to throw him up on here so at Joshua, un double, double underscore Stamper. Yep. Um, we'll crop that up on Twitter. So that's going he, on. He's in central time zone, just so you know, because he's over in Texas. So. He is in central. You're right. Yep. Um, yes, uh, I agree, yep. Livia. 
His podcast is so good. Very good. Can also be found over at teachbetter.com slash podcast or teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. I do um, want to complain though. There is these episodes of his podcast that he like has some weirdo guest on there that takes questions like a mailbag thing. I always just skip those episodes. I'm like, these aren't good. I don't, you know. We're recording another one next week. So oh, are you, are you a part of those? Sorry. I didn't I didn't realize my bad. And that guy. Thanks for that. that guy. Appreciate that a lot. <laughs> Oh my god. He also does, he's also been doing some really cool um like special episodes with Sarah Johnson. Yeah. Where they're where they're like essentially having like a dual coaching conversation with uh, an aspiring leader and it's really cool to get them both sort of uh just like chatting around a specific idea that that the person brings up. So those are fun too. Uh, I, those come out on both Josh's podcast and on Sarah's uh Aspire Rise or I, I'm what, what's the what's hers? I'm I'm losing it. I just went blank because I'm thinking of their episodes, not her podcast. The awe. Uh, it wants, podcast. yeah, in all podcasts. Aspire to Rise is the the episodes that they're doing. Um, so sure. good podcast there. Okay. Anyway, so we, we got about fifteen minutes until until we hit nine o'clock. What, is that when you start? You start at nine? Well, I'm sorry, eight o'clock your time. Do you start at eight o'clock your time? When do you start? It's eight fifteen a.m. Central. So we usually fifteen minutes until eight thirty. You no, know, I'm looking at the I'm looking at how long we've been live, not not the okay. actual time. I don't know why I think that's a clock and it's forty four o'clock. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I'm at right now. I start so, with uh, we play a game in the morning because my first hour is so funny. So we about the game. We start our game at eight forty five central. So right as we finish the daily drop in, it's like fifteen minutes enough to like finish getting organized, refill my coffee, and then we start our game. It is where we go live at 845. uh, We have a Google Meet link we use, and I just play music, and they have to guess the song. And so we started this with Disney. Now this is like something I literally lesson planned for. So this weekend, I put together a new playlist of songs to guess, and so I cannot wait to hang out with my first hour crew. It's funny. That's what's happened with our brain breaks. They were super relaxed, and there's no script whatever, but the last week... Last week, David and I spent some time thinking through the games we were going to play. Mm-hmm. And now it's becoming like a thing. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This was supposed to be not a thing. And now it's like a thing. But, but we play that's, games now, and it's been going really well. It's been fun. So that's what have a game idea. Yeah, when you keep doing something over and over on a consistent basis, then I, like, tap you on the shoulder. And I'm like, hey, this should this should be a thing you do all the time. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> Ray's like, hey, I really like what you and Dave do. But can you guys, like, just think about it for, like, just just five minutes? Yeah, five minutes. <laughs> You don't even you don't even have to think logically or hard or anything. But just mm-hmm. five minutes, just stop, and then and so we started doing that. Uh, we still make up the prizes as we go. Uh, what, games, but, what games have you played? Uh, we did um, most likely to. So we had the. It's great because we let everyone mm-hmm. jump in in the comments, and it's which one of us was most likely to. And we're picking them randomly from um, different sites. Uh, the other one we did some eighties. He had a eighties version of Trivial Pursuit, like Trivial Pursuit the eighties. Um, which was tough because Dave was like alive and living in the eighties, and I was like just like being up did you, in the eighties. Did you just call Dave Schmidt old? Did we have that on yeah. camera? Was this being yes. recorded? Yes, I absolutely did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dave's not do? old. If you're Dave's... listening to this on the Teach Better Talk podcast bonus episode, Dave Schmidt is not old. Like he yeah, looks he super young. He he's not. He cannot be that old. Yeah, he's like 86. He's not. He's just been he's just doing really well. I um, no, and then what else did we what else did we play? We played um 
I think Dave's my age minus is like 12 children, <laughs> but I'm like, how did that mathematically work? Four. Um, four? So Danielle was there and, and, and then we did, um, uh, we did like just a random, I have some random trivia off the internet, like a, a couple sites I found, which was, which actually worked really well. Uh, and there was something else I can't remember what else we did. Um, but we'll pick a random one. The one couple weeks, two weeks ago, we did, a. um, it was an online, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like an online Pictionary. Yeah. Which, which was really fun because we had to draw with our, like, you know, you're drawing on the mouse pad or, or whatever it is. So, um, oh, that's that's what Livia's talking about is Scribble. Yeah. Um, that was hilarious. We might bring that one back. The, the problem, here's but the problem. You is, see the answer. Well, well, only he can because I was sharing my screen. Uh, so when my clue came up that Dave wasn't supposed to see, he could see it. Um, so what we've decided is, like, if we do that again, Dave's just going to agree not to look. He's gonna well, cause he's gonna not be on the tab of the live. He's gonna be on the tab of Scribble instead, and we're all oh. just gonna trust that somehow this Michigan fan is not gonna cheat. But whatever, mm -hmm. uh, it's what we'll do. So um, the hairband discussion was really good. We talked about like which, uh, like who would you rather hang out with back in their prime? Um, and I can't remember who all he he rattled off, but yes, the eighties um, were an era between nineteen eighty and nineteen eighty nine where there was a lot of there was big hairbands. Because uh, they really they put a lot of makeup on and hair in their I have the a side. It's about twenty years before you were born. So like, oh my god, it was not. <laughs> I have a question. Would you ever have really long hair? Um, yeah, down to my shoulders. No. Also, I had six earrings. Where two are here, two the here, and two photos? here. Where um, on my Facebook page, you can see. Oh, you can see a few when it was pretty long. One, a couple of them though are like when it's so my hair. If I like when I when I washed my hair, I I wouldn't do anything with it, so it would just kind of fit. So my hair kind of went down to here, and about right here, it kind of like wigged out, so it waved out, so it didn't look as long as it it actually was. But yeah, I don't feel like if For I a while when I was in middle school, I did the the rubber band ponytail up here. The one was I'm like a throwing, thing. I'm scrolling through your your Facebook right now, hoping to I find did. It. Um, I did, Alex. I had hair. Um, and and I would do it. I would grow it out, and then I would, I would shave it down to like this, and then I grow it out again and shave it, and then I eventually started. You know, my first early jobs were in food service, and at that time you couldn't have certain lengths of hair and things like that, so you had to be. I had to cut and get rid of my okay. and stuff. We're getting closer, people. This is what I have at this point. That's definitely closer. That would be 2002 or three. Six. Right there. Six. Oh, 2006? Really? Yeah. I, I'm seeing a lot of short hair. I, I'm going to need I'm gonna need a, a picture, an official Jeff Gargas long hair. Facebook picture. wasn't a thing when, it, when, when I had the hair. It wasn't around yet. Now, if you were able to dig up and find my MySpace page, you'd probably find some more. But even then, I don't think I think social media came. I was I was done with the the hair wasn't as long. So, Jeff Gargas, you were a fun guy. Look at all these photos. Why? When did you become boring? Like you all know. <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, That's funny. Keanu Reeves woe reaction gif. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Um. That's mm -hmm. how I, I was back then. Um, yeah, I actually didn't wear it out for most of the time that I was in a band. I didn't have long hair. I actually had shorter hair because of my job and my day jobs, but I grew it out and stuff. But yeah. I really need to see a Jeff long hair picture beyond what I just saw. So if you could pull that up, text mom, ask her. 
for, for, for. I will text mom and ask it. I'll, I'll text it right now, right? Oh, right yeah. live so everyone knows I'm doing it. You do some entertaining real quick here. Some um, entertaining. I don't think I have anything like that, like that would be cool in my past to see. Like, do we have any of you like in your in a little tutu doing your dance and stuff? Like, sure, that would be that's fun. True. I did get into teaching because I was a dance instructor, so I guess I have a lot of like, like ballet things, but not anything equivalent to a Jeff Gargas hair to the shoulders. I, there's just it's n nothing like that for sure. Uh, I do want to give a shout out, by the way. Uh, I know we said this earlier, but especially if you're live with us right now, especially if you missed it. Um, it is Cyber Monday. And so we do have the I am better code that works for 50% off swag, 50% off courses at teachbetteracademy.com. And you have the bundle. Thank you for sending text that to my, text to my mom. That's, yep. mm -hmm. We want to do that. So that's feel sent. free to go look at that. Um, and then the new course launches tomorrow. I just sent an email out to all of you that you would have gotten in your inbox this morning. Uh, with the excitement of the daily drop-in tomorrow, celebrating the brand new course of Dr. Dave Schmidt, leading by empowerment. So I'm so excited for for I'm, that course. Super. I'm super. now focused on finding pictures, so like I'm not paying any attention anymore. Yeah, I really appreciate that about you. You're really good on camera. Have I mentioned that recently? You're so good on camera. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I think I think I was. It was too. We were too far into the. And yeah. into, to I life. went. I went all the way down to the bottom of your Facebook, so I know it's not Facebook if that helps. Oh, it's not okay. But like these are these are fun though. I'm looking at some fun pictures. Like this is a fun one of of me rocking when I used to be a you know in a band or rock star. There, that's you not are. me with the, sh the the no shirt guy. That was Nate. He was much more of a no shirt guy than I was. Um, that's how, that that's what. Is that a reputation people get? Like you're a non-shirt guy versus Well, shirt? Nate actually had a um, reputation of being able to dance with his hips. Like he just had this while well, shaking his hips. So we, we would have dance-offs with our audience and it would be against Nate. Like, can you shake like Nate? I'd do this big entrance because he went to school in Pittsburgh and you know, from Pittsburgh and all this stuff. It was great. It's actually how we met my wife. She did you, a dance-off. You had quite a life before you became a prim and proper Teach Better member. Very prim and proper, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have a pic of me and John Bon Jovi. The one time that I did meet him, I did not ask for a picture. Um, I didn't want. I didn't ask for an autograph or a picture or anything like that. I didn't want to be that fan. We all make um, in life. It's fine. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he did by allowing me to come over to his table. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'm going to dig it up. My mom, I'm sure she'll come up with stuff that I don't want to share, and I will gladly share them out. I'll put them on the Teach Better team. Uh, uh, I'll share them out on the Instagram stories and then on, on Twitter and stuff too. So as okay. they come in, you will see them as well. And I'm looking for Alex's whoa reaction. So, so fun. <laughs> um, Jeff, I know we are going to wrap up our daily drop-in here in just a minute. Uh, any questions or anything that we needed to touch on that we forgot about? You mentioned uh, the sale going on. I am better being the code, both at teachbetterswag.com and teachbetteracademy.com. That ends tonight at midnight Eastern time. Um, and that includes the, the bundle. Mm -hmm. And then you mentioned that tomorrow, brand new course, Dave's first course ever with us. And by the way, like it's really good. It's really um, good. Well, I got to do a lot of the edit of the videos, and put them up. So like, it's good. Um, and yeah, I think that's it, right? You touched on that. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow, with, to yeah. help celebrate that, you've got Ray will be live with, with I mean, with Brian Zwemke and, mm -hmm. and Dave himself. And then 
Did you already go through who else is on tap this week? I know you got. Yeah, we have Carrie. We have Samantha Monroe. Oh, Carrie have... on Wednesday, right? Yes, mm-hmm. Carrie Pitstick, the 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 real real boss. Yeah, the real real boss. Then we have yeah. Sam Monroe, who is my student Sam teacher. Monroe. And then uh, at the end of the week, we have Jessica joining us from Move This World, who will be talking about SEL, which I'm really excited about. Awesome, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, all that going on. Just a sh- little shout out to let you guys know if you're still with us. Like the following week. We have two or three major announcements coming from the team. So I know this week it's like daily drop-ins happening. We're talking about Dave's course, all that fun stuff. But December 7th, December 11th, we have some like new exciting things that will be officially announced that we can celebrate. Um, Can you pay me? Let me know what those are because I have no idea what you're talking about. No, no, no. I'm going to wait and then you can just find out when everyone else Oh, cool. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, that works for me. So, all right. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for jumping in. Thanks for everyone who commented. If you're listening on podcast, thank you. We appreciate you. Make sure you hit subscribe. If you're on YouTube, give us a like, subscribe there too as well. Um, and that's it, right? We good? You good? Bye, guys.